sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Friday, May 31st. What happened to end-of-month window dressing? I'll tell you what happened. Any second, I will tell you what happened. But I hope you're having a good day. It, uh, we are now uh, hitting the weekend. Yay! And we have uh, lots to cover. This is a show about uh, you and everything that affects you. You got that? It's a show about everything about you and that affects you. And the markets, your money, your job, the economy, the world, and all that crap. By the way, I have to apologize. I've been telling you I've been on fire. The NBA playoffs, I've just been murdering it. And I planned on giving you last night's winner, and I completely forgot. I love Toronto. And Toronto won last night. I, I apologize. I apologize. I think I'm like 13-3 and three now, maybe 14-3. and three. Anyway, here's the problem with uh, me giving you the next game. I don't know who's playing or who's not playing, so we're not going to give it. What do I mean? Oh, we're hearing Durant may play, he may not play. So we'll just wait for game three. Uh, hmm. 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 All right. Okay. How do I want to do this? Many years ago, we started to inject Washington into this show. Because we had to. More and more of Washington injecting themselves into everything we did and do. So we had to. Fast forward to President Trump. Donald Trump. Our biggest complaints used to be about central banks, socialism, corruption, cronyism. Lobbyists, uh, too big of government, inefficiency and effectiveness and all that. And then comes Trump. And he told us, along with Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, that they were very conservative, fiscally conservative, cared about the debt, cared about the deficits, cared about the size of government, cared about free markets. And I'm like, hmm, I like this guy. And the president comes in and does a big corporate tax cut. Loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Does an individual tax cut. I liked it. I disliked the part where he screwed over people in the blue states. I just don't think that's right. But overall, good. And then, of course, he did the sin. He lied. McConnell lied. Ryan lied. They lied. They added $250 billion a year to federal spending. And right then and there, I'm pretty much done with them. And when I use the term, I'm pretty much done with them, that means I'm just going to have to verify everything he says going forward, number one. And number two is, he's not what he said he was. And you know how he uses the term swamp? Well, that's the swamp right there. And, you know, I go back and forth with people that no matter what the president does, 
he can't do any wrong. And there's always a reason why he's doing it. But nobody can debate with me what they did on federal spending, and I don't even get into it anymore. The fact is we have trillion-dollar deficits brought to you by Donald Trump, Paul Ryan, and Mitch McConnell. Now, the whole trillion is not on them, but when you have an economy that got strong because of the tax cuts and the regulatory cuts, which I loved also, that's where you have your shot to cut the size of government and deficits, and they did the opposite. So he lost me right there. And then came the tariffs. Now, again, I get into debates with people who think Trump can do no wrong. And a lot of them are hypocrites. And what do I mean by hypocrites? If a Democrat would do these tariffs, they'd be having crap fits. That's what I mean by it. Crap fits. Tariffs used to be a four-letter word to quote-unquote conservatives. Tariffs are terrible. Tariffs are horrible. Can't have tariffs. Yet, President Trump, tariffs. And more tariffs and more tariffs. But we need to do it. What else are we going to do, I'm told? What else are we going to do? We've got to do something. China's been doing this. China's been doing that. China's been doing this. China's been doing that. Trade deficit this. Trade deficit that. Well, okay. And guess what we're told? It's just a tactic. It's a negotiating tactic. Don't worry. It's just a negotiating tactic. Well, it's been like 15 to 18 months. And how's the tactic working? Well, now now it's no longer a tactic. It's what has to be done. So the mantra has changed. And now we are in worse position with China than we were from the get-go. And by the way, this is not defending China. I'm not defending them. We know what they're about. But we also know what tariffs are. And the president lies to the American public about it. Flat-out lie. China doesn't pay for it. Businesses pay for it. And ultimately, the consumer pays for it. We know that. But he keeps telling us otherwise. Now, where would China lose out on tariffs? Only one way. Only one way is if companies go and buy their stuff from other countries. Not the tariff itself, but if China loses out on orders. And that's going to happen. But that makes us all losers. It makes us all losers. But that was China. And that's still ongoing. And we don't know what's next. Uh, There's rumors that China may do something with the rare earth metals. Now, if you don't know what the rare earth metals are, you may want to look them up. They're just metals that are in uh, batteries, automobile, defense department. They're, They're in a lot of things. A lot of things. And 80% of the rare earth metals come from China. Well, China can use that as a tactic on us. You see what I'm getting at? And we'll see how it plays out. We'll keep our fingers crossed. We'll keep our fingers crossed that the tactic by the president ultimately does work. I'm all for it. I want success. But you know what I think of tariffs. They suck. They're horrible. But again, China. Well, that all changed last night. Now, Mexico. Now, what does that mean? I'll have that up next. The nauseating market wrap and much more. I'm Gary. 
This is the one only investors at. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Okay, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So let me start out by saying, disclaimer. I have been one of the loudest voices on immigration for 20 years. I have ripped, ripped the stuffing off of Barack Obama and George W. Bush on their hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil on immigration, just flapping their gums. And I can go into Bill Clinton with that also. Uh, my biggest complaint, how do you have incentives for people to come in illegally? How do you tell people it's illegal for you to come in, but if you come in, we're going to give you the store? Go look up our asylum laws. It is an invitation for anybody to come on in. And nobody ever did anything about it. And Mexico, well, let me put it best. Try getting into Mexico. Try going into Mexico to be a citizen. You can't. you got to go through hell. But Mexico has no problem hardly doing anything to help the situation out here on the border. Not to mention their southern border. Now, in case you did not know, Barack Obama was the deportation king. Estimates have it that Barack Obama deported between 2 and 3 million people. You know that heartless piece of crap, Barack Obama? And kids were in cages. You know, they accused Trump of this and that. But Obama was the king. But Obama let anybody and everything in. In comes Trump. And he wants to do something about immigration. And he made some missteps with the, with the cages, with the kids and stuff. No need for that. But it's gotten hairy down there. The amount of people that have been coming in has spiked. What do you do? Well, last night, the president decided to put tariffs on Mexico. With a whopping 11-day leeway for businesses to prepare. 5% to start. And if nothing get done, gets done, it goes to 10. If nothing gets done, it goes to 15. If nothing gets done, it goes to 20. If nothing gets done, it goes to 25. 25% tariffs on Mexico products that are imported here, which is only $350 billion a year. Don't worry. Well, first let me say, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with a man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. The Dow was only down 355 today. The S&P was only down 36. The NASDAQ was only down 114. The NASDAQ 100 was only down 117. The SOX was only down 20. The transports are only down 188. Advanced decline sucked. Up-down volume sucked. Uh, new highs, hardly any new lows spiked to over 500. And, of course, this started last night with futures. So let me get this straight. The president comes in and does everything he can to help businesses. Regulatory cuts. Corporate tax cuts. Individual tax cuts. Yet now he's doing everything to unwind all that good. I'm speaking to you out there that just love Trump and think he can't do a bad thing or a wrong thing. 
I want you to think about this. You're a business. You import from Mexico. Doesn't matter what it is. Could be seaweed, auto parts, shrimp, avocado, autos. Doesn't matter. And out of nowhere, you were told that you have a hike in tax on your product of 5% in 11 days. All right. 5%. Not happy. Yeah, 5%. But what do you have to do? You have 11 days to adjust. 11 days to adjust. Let's see. Does that make me buy less? Does it make me want to go somewhere else? Does it make me want to hike prices? Is it going to cost me enough where I may have to get rid of a person? Hmm, what should I do? But it didn't stop there because it goes to 10% if nothing gets fixed. So all of a sudden that same person has to say, oh, I got to look out a month now. And what if it goes to 10%? Do I prepare now for that 10%? Do I not? What if the 10% comes? What if the 10%? Oh, all this uncertainty, I don't know what the hell to do. But it doesn't stop there because in the next month it's 15. And all of a sudden, man, that is a big cost, which will definitely affect how I think and what I do and how much I sell and how I have to price it. And I even don't even know if the 15 is going to come or not. Damn it. What do I do? But it doesn't stop there. It potentially goes to 20. Damn, I import cars. I'm a car dealership. I can't raise prices 20%. I'm screwed. There's no way. I can't do that. If I do that, my sales are going to be shot. But my margins are so thin, I'm going to lose money if I eat this. What do I do? But it doesn't stop there. It can go to 25% the month after. And what do I do? Do I prepare for 25% now? Do I prepare for 20%? Do I prepare for 15%? Do I, what do I do? The answer is I don't know because the president just put a Mount Everest of uncertainty into the business community on anybody who imports $350 billion of product from Mexico. So you all tell me. Tariff man. Up next. We'll continue. And the market's more. This is the one only left that. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbomb. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So imagine all that potential uncertainty that the president just foisted upon the importers of from Mexico on top of China, on top of they have this deal with Mexico and Canada, the whatever, 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 that was supposed to fix NAFTA. I'm surprised the market wasn't down a thousand today. The president's wrong. He's got it all wrong. He has got to get out of his thinking he is omnipotent and that everything he thinks or does is right. This is moronic. This is imbecilic policy that does no good for nobody. And I just put it to you in a nutshell. Without bias, without malice, just straight to the point. And I must tell you, 
if I was the president of the United States and I wanted to hurt the economy and I wanted to hurt markets and I wanted to screw my chances for re-election, this is one of the ways I do it. And I watched the parade of idiots go on TV today defending this. Blah, 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 blah. It's small. It's no this. Don't worry about this. It's okay. The president's strong. They're weak. Blah, blah, blah. The 10-year is down to 2.142. The 30-year is yielding 2.583. That ain't happening because things are okay. You know the song, The Kids Are All Right? No, the kids are not all right. And for you out there that think he can do no wrong, you may want to email him and tell them what, him what a big fan you are. But I was listening to Gary Kay on radio, and you know, he kind of made a little bit of sense. Anyway. Uh, in the Dow today, Boeing down eight. Goldman Sachs down five. Apple down three. The twos were Verizon, United Tech, Procter & Gamble, Microsoft, Caterpillar, American Express. The ones, Cisco, Chevron, Home Depot, J.P. Morgan, Nike, United Health, Visa, Walgreens, Exxon. And just a lot of nausea. It's the best way I can put it. Some blow-ups today, new ones. Uh, past leader VMware down 14 to 177, just cracking the 50-day on heavy volume. Uh, Dell, D-E-L-L, uh, cracking the 50-day on heavy volume today. Average daily 1.6 at 7.8. Uh, what else? Uh, Z-scale, Z-S, uh, down 4 and changed to 68. Not the end of the world, a little bit below the 50-day that had been leading. Um, you know, and there was some weird action. Ulta Salon. On their earnings, hit uh, was down uh, 25 bucks, finished up five, beats the hell out of me. What happened there? Uh, Gap stores down another two bucks, this 18 and change, new yearly lows, uh, just a 43% drop in earnings, yay. And you know, just overall yuck. Okta uh, was up uh, about uh, 13 on earnings, finished up six and change. They lost money. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, Twilio, TWLO, does a secondary at 125, goes to 132 by the close. Uber was up 60 cents when all was said and done today on their big losses. Uh, Lyft was up almost three bucks. I think maybe in some sympathy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, not, enough, not a lot left standing. What I mean by standing, uh, staying above uh, support and or moving averages. But the good news is this is now where you isolate the strength. Versus what's breaking. And there's fewer and fewer, and it's an hour and hour, but you can really isolate things, and if things turn, or if Trump wakes up over the weekend, and, or maybe he listens to a tape delay of this show and says, you know, I think that call bomb's got a uh, large brain, I think he's a stable genius, and I'm going to back away from these uh, tariffs on Mexico. Nah, that ain't happening. The White House will be getting an elongated email from me outlining everything I'm telling you here. Don't know if it will get to the right hands. I do know some people there. Whether or not they give a crap what I think, that's another story.
they'd better start worrying about what some other people think. Because we ain't kidding. Uh, for the month, Dow down 6.7%, NASDAQ down 7.9%, uh, S&P down 6.5% for the month. Just letting you know. Uh, for the week, the Dow uh, was down 771 points, uh, 3%. The S&P was down 74 points, 2.62%. The NASDAQ was down 183, 2.4%. All major indices are now below the 200-day moving average. Now, you know what we say to you about that, right? Nothing good can happen if you stay below it. There's no rule that you can't get back above it. In short order, and especially with a newsy environment. But we repeat, nothing good can happen. Nothing good can happen if price lays and stays below the 200-day moving average. And only bad can happen. Below the 50-day, nothing good can happen, but it doesn't mean bad has to happen. You can just hover beneath. So this to be watched closely. Now, something perked up today. Gold. You know, we've been telling you gold is comatose and we have nothing to say. Today we have something to say. If you look at the GLD, you will see it came up above the right side, above the 50-day on very heavy volume. So did the GDX which is the gold stocks. I actually have five names in Goldland that actually look good. FNV, Frank, well, no, let me stop. We're not telling you to buy them. You got that? We're just telling you what they look like. Franco, Nevada, FNV. Coming up the right side of the base needs to break above 78.82. Goldfields, GFI. That's at new highs, amazingly, but it's a $4.50 stock. Kirkland Lake, KL trying to form a good base above the 50-day. We'll have the other two up next, because we know our music when it plays. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Ed. You're listening to... What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpah. The other two names, uh, Anglico Eagle AEM, coming up the right side, broke above the 50-day, has work to do, and um, symbol AU, Anglo Gold. Nah, forget that one. That's just coming up above the 50-day, no big deal. Uh, Movers of the week. You ready for this? Canada Goose Holdings, G-O-O-S. You know, they make that outerwear stuff. Down 29% this week. Abercrombie and Fitch, down 29% this week. Tilly's, another retailer, apparel, uh, down 26%. Movado, you know what they make, the watches and stuff, down 25% this week. How about uh, PVH, apparel, down 20% this week. Tiva Pharmaceuticals, 20% this week. Dean's Foods, 20% this week. 
I got some others, but uh, you don't know them. No big deal. On the week, upside. SeaWorld, up 17% off their numbers. Cypress Semi, possible buyout, or selling the company, up 15. Viva Systems, on earnings, up almost 11. HiMax, yeah, that's a $3 name, I'm going to bring that up. So quite the interesting week. Quite an interesting week. We're getting some late-breaking uh, comments out of the head of Mexico's trade office. They're saying the tariffs were a surprise, that the U.S. did not tell them about it. That so far, it's been an announcement, nothing official. 80% of Mexico's trade is with the U.S. and will have a big impact on Mexico and Canada. And they're hoping to keep trade separate from the other issues, meaning the immigration. And in case you don't know, the 5% tariff would go into effect June 10th. And then add 5% every month to uh, October 1st, where it would reach 25%. Uh, the White House could remove the tariffs altogether if, make, if Mexico, quote-unquote, makes a concerted effort to curb the flow of the undocumented migrants entering the U.S. Now, I must tell you, if I was a guessing man, as Trump sees the markets doing what they're doing, he'll back away. But I don't know when. And from what point? There is no way in hell that he can take this to 25% without taking us into a big recession. And by the way, we may be going there anyhow, just based on looking at the yields on bonds right now. So next week is going to be another fun week. Yay! Now you are reading, in many places, how the bond market is signaling economic trouble ahead. They must be listening to Gary. Just letting you know. In other news, today. Eh, that's not news. Eh, that's not news. Eh, that's not news. No more news. We'll leave it at that. I was just looking at some tidbits here, and I'm so sick and tired of this impeachment and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's absolutely nauseating. There is, uh, as I have told you, the fix was in, the fix is in, and the fix will continue to be in. I don't care what anybody tells you. There was a plot against the president from day one. And just remember why. Do you know how many jobs there are for all these people that have been in government forever, that thought they were definitively going back into power with Hillary Clinton that all of a sudden weren't? That's the machine. So leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. And I want you to imagine if Trump destroyed 30,000 emails, bleach-bit computers, smashed phones. Well, that's what Hillary Clinton did. You see Hillary Clinton getting in any trouble? Not a lick. The fix was in. The fix is in. And the fix will continue to be in, unfortunately. That's the machine. But that does not take away from policy and the stuff that we're whining and complaining to you about. The president had better start listening to us. We're not in the tank. We don't have bias. We don't have ulterior motive. We just want the right thing to occur. Have a great weekend. Drive carefully. No, really, drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. 
quite the simple. Don't make sure you have your children. Night night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.